most precious substance in the universe is the spice melange. The spice extends life. The spice exists on only one planet in the entire universe. The planet is Arrakis, also known as Son, a podcast about you. What's up, Sandys? Welcome back to another episode of Sand, a podcast about Dune. I am uh, your co-host, Lance, and here with me is the other co-host, Molly. Yes. What I feel like I navigated it better <laughs> yeah. last time. Yeah, you switched places <laughs> with me on that. Yeah. How did we um, used to do this? <laughs> I'm here with Lance. I think host, yeah, I'm, I'm. I, well, we didn't used to say our names at the beginning, and then we got... Oh. A, feedback that yeah. we needed to say our names at the beginning which we do yeah does make sense we could just say we are we're your hosts lance and molly and i and people can do the math they can try and figure out whose voice is whose yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it'll be tricky yeah so how are you doing molly i'm doing pretty good yeah trying to get a paint estimate for a car or for a wall or a, a wall an, uh, an apartment oh a whole a whole apartment <sighs> yeah so that's that's a drag but also kind of kind of fun yeah mm-hmm. um you don't want to do it yourself no i really don't i also want the the cabinets painted mm. and that sounds like a nightmare so yeah i mean i'd love i'd paint you know a wall but yeah like an accent wall yeah an accent wall that sounds nice, but no. Yeah. Doing a whole apartment, it would never happen. And the walls are so ugly, so. Yeah. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. How are you doing? I am I am doing all right. I'm doing all right. Well, shall we jump into some movie talk? Yes, it sounds like we, again, each got one movie under our belts this mm-hmm, week, so mm-hmm. that's good. The movie I, I watched is Things Heard and Seen. Um, I also watched Shrill season three, which is great. And um, Leah Rimini, Scientology in the Aftermath. I watched like a few episodes of that. And I just want to, before I talk about the movie, I just want to say, so I'd, I'd never seen any of the Leah Rimini doc, um, but I am just, I'm totally flabbergasted at these fucking actors and their ex-cult projects. I cannot believe that she has the same exact vibe as the Nexium little frauds <laughs> who are just like on this martyry yes. crusade. Like clearly they are still so indoctrinated mm-hmm. in this like self-improvement cult ideology that they're like, this is my mission in the world and this is what I'm going to get done. I'm going to save all these people. It's just like a lot of bullshit. And so Liam Remini was really laying it on thick. I was just like, what the hell? (laughs) What is wrong with the, like, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, it was interesting. She, like, teared up at a story about her dad leaving her mom when she was 14. And it was, like, she's 30, you know, maybe 39, 40. This is not going to be so fresh that you're just going to be so. But anyway, anyway. Okay, so I just, I can't believe that they're all the same. So anyway, this movie, Things Heard and Seen, this was um, fun. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. Uh, It's got pretty mixed reviews online. 
um, because a lot of people think it was kind of boring, but it's definitely my my kind of horror movie. Set in the 80s, uh, Amanda Seyfried is married to, I don't know the guy's name, but he was very well cast for this role. He's like this art historian professor who just finished his dissertation and got um, a teaching a assistantship at this like college in upstate New York. And so they move there together. And Amanda Seyfried has, um, an, has pretty bad eating disorder. That's mostly what we know about her. They have a daughter, and um, everybody's pretty weird about the house that they've moved into. Definitely has some kind of a secret. And uh, she starts... I feel like I'm always watching the same movie. (laughs) I've been watching the same movie over and over again, where it's just uh, kind of a a slightly nutty woman. That's how she's presented. Interacts with ghosts and thinks she's going crazy when really, like, she's being made to go crazy in a way. But this one did have, have real ghosts. Yeah, the ghosts were oh, that's good. were scary and good. And it got really, really weird by the end. So, yeah, it kind of ramps up. And, yeah, it's, like, kind of good versus evil situation. Creepy house. Lots of town mystery. So, cool. Yeah. I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah, I, had, I, hadn't even, I don't think I had even heard of it. Yeah, I mean, they incorporated art history pretty well. And, like, the guy, ooh, his whole character is just so good. Just how it all reveals itself is really great. Um, anyway, okay, so that was my movie. You hadn't heard of it? Uh, no, I hadn't. I, I was just looking it up while you were talking about it, and it looks mm-hmm. like it's by the, the same directors that did American Splendor, which mm. I, I enjoyed. I thought that mm-hmm. was all right. Not too bad. Um, <laughs> Not too bad. I, you're, you're right. This got really bad reviews, but, yeah, you know, Especially horror and and comedy, you just can't trust. Who knows? Who knows? Everybody's so different. When it comes to well, the, yeah, I'm not movies. sure. I, it's definitely a horror movie for me <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because it is very feministy and very um, just mostly atmospheric. It's not like tons of blood and guts um, or just like sadistic. Nothing sadistic about it, um, and it's a little it's a little lofty. While also not holding on to all of the ideas that it's trying to, it doesn't like complete everything. It's not like a brilliant movie. So I get why people wouldn't like it, but it's definitely my cup of tea. Cool. Yeah. I only watched one whole movie. I watched half of the movie Black Hat, and I watched like ninety-seven percent of the movie Tenet. Ninety-seven uh, percent. I have That's... like ten, <laughs> ten minutes left. I have like ten minutes left. Okay. At the end. <laughs> Is that not a whole movie? Yeah, I have the I have the titular Tenet to watch. That's the all that's left of that. I will say I will say about Tenet real quick. You came and saw it with us, right? Mm -hmm. When we when we watched it in the theater, and I think the general consensus was not so good. Right. Watching it again and now being able to pause and go back and listen to all the exposition so I can understand what's going on. I like it a lot better. I still think it's a very flawed movie because you shouldn't have to do that when mm-hmm. you're watching a movie. But once you understand what's going on, it's a lot more enjoyable. It's like cool. you can kind of let it do its thing once you uh, and, I and, and, and did enjoy it. watching it. It was fun. I did too. Um, I was just like, well, that should have been better. I was just disappointed. I think yeah. it was the first movie I'd seen in the theater. So I was like, fuck, yes. Yeah, that was pretty excellent that was a yes. real treat to be able to see it, <laughs> it was. 
<laughs> yeah, did I tell you that I watched Inception recently? Oh no. I guess I forgot about that, but I did watch that recently. And it was it was very very good. A little boring. No, I mean like the fact that nobody like had bad intentions going in was like kind of unbelievable to me. Like I was sure Joseph Gordon-Levitt was going to like fuck them up in some way. I guess there were enough problems. <laughs> And then I guess at the beginning there was the guy who was like kind of a double agent, but still I just I I don't know. It was it was it was fine. I forgot all of the like stuff about Marion Cotier, which is like the whole point of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was good. The movie mm-hmm. I did watch though is Chain Reaction, Ooh. which has Keanu Reeves and Morgan Freeman. Cool. It's a movie that came out in the '90s while I was uh, working at a movie theater. And I just never got around to seeing it back then. But it's from the same director that made The Fugitive, which is like my favorite 1990s action suspense thriller. Like that's like of of the big budget 90s movies. That's top of the line. So good. So I watched that because of that. And it's this movie wants to be The Fugitive so Um. bad. It's about (laughs) it's about Keanu Reeves plays this like kind of intern at uh at this scientific facility where they're creating um energy out of water and um he kind of like hits a breakthrough and uh, there's a like whatever a company that wants to steal the secrets and so they blow up the lab killing one of the scientists almost killing keanu reeves and then they frame keanu reeves for everything (laughs) and Mm so he's on the run throughout the entire movie and it's just like it's it's so just trying to jump back into uh, that fugitive. Like, no, and, that doesn't and, make any yeah. sense. Why? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. And and there's parts in it where you're like, okay, I get what. Like, I get how this is made by the same guy that did the fugitive. Like, there's the same feel. But buying Keanu Reeves as this super sciencey guy yeah. is already hard. <laughs> uh, and, and and the fact that he can get away from like. 30 cops with an APB out on him. Like there's a part where he like runs to one of those bridges. That's like, you know, going up. Oh my God. Uh, Every movie in the nineties. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, it's just, does he leap over it? That's what I thought was going to happen. I was just, and I was going to turn off the movie when that, when (laughs) that happened, but he does. It's more realistic. He, he like gets to the top, almost falls. And then he like kind of climbs down to the middle part. Ooh, and, scary. and then, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually ends up being a kind of a cool scene. Yeah. That does sound um, cool. Yeah. If yeah. you all of a sudden like see it from the other side and yeah. he's just <laughs> <laughs> landing. <laughs> it's got some uh, okay action moments, but it's like just trying to do twists and turns that you just, no one gives a shit about. And it's just like, it's pretty, it's pretty bad, pretty bad movie. Okay. But. Yeah. Does he get caught? Oh, hey, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, if you're worried about the movie Chain Reaction, uh, <laughs> yeah. he, you know, just like in The Fugitive, he's trying to prove his innocence and then also, like, catch the guilty party. And in the end, of course, he proves his innocence and the, like, you know, the, the FBI agent's like, well, obviously you didn't do this. We're not gonna... We're not gonna charge you with anything. Let's... <laughs> Let's take the bad guy out of here. Yeah, this just doesn't seem like it translates completely. I, it doesn't make sense to me that he wouldn't just be killed. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. taken in. Yeah. Well, I might pass on that one. I do want to rewatch The Fugitive, though. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I watch that. I probably watch that like once a year. It's like one of my favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite movies. I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid, but I have like such a strong memory of watching it. Harrison Ford dying his hair and mm-hmm. his broken arm and stuff. All the, <laughs> the one legged like, man. Yeah, is that right? He has one leg. He's one armed. Yeah, one arm. That's right. Yeah, all yeah. the like all the scenes, all the like tension. They're just so well. Those scenes are just so well done. Like the tension oh. is just like. Every time I watch it, I'm still like, oh, this is so tense. <laughs> cool. And it's, I think part of it is just like Harrison Ford's just fucking good. Like he's really mm. good. And Tommy Lee Jones is really good in it. Like they're both really good actors and they're both really good. Okay, cool. Anyway, shall we? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot our mm-hmm. uh, our segue line. <laughs> Catchphrase. Molly. Dune? You wanna? I sure Dune. Uh, all right all right <laughs> okay okay so we read chapters 45 46 47 and 48 that's right and boy we get off to quite a start that is what i was gonna say <laughs> okay this this uh has my favorite word that uh frank Herbert no has your favorite so happens to be my <laughs> least favorite no that, obviously that's what i mean it's a terrible <laughs> word why okay. why it's like <laughs> you said favorite word yeah so that's well i just love how bad it is like yeah, in, yeah, like yeah. that he would dare use it why he like he must have, what is he this? must have been so horny when he wrote i this. know this is the whole <laughs> horniest chapter like i mean we've he's like is he what is going on like why is he's just like trying to get out all of his uh his horny energy when we start off with dot 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 nubile wait nubile dot 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 obviously (laughs) (laughs) okay what we're here already Okay, so nubile, obviously. Obviously, um, so yeah, let's just start at the beginning. Leto yeah. wakes up to the to the sounds of uh, Sabiha. Does he know that rings. you can just masturbate? Like, <laughs> 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 I mean, this is how is he does it, on? right? This is how yeah, he does clearly. it. This is where he channels it. Um, so yeah, he wakes up to the sound of Sabiha's water rings, which at first. <laughs> Okay, sorry. At first is like a little no. romantic nod, like, you know, because mm-hmm. Paul had like had that like, you know, misunderstanding about water rings with mm-hmm. Johnny and like, right. you know, there's that sweet moment. Um, but then <laughs> the book just gets so horny so fast. <laughs> so fast. Yeah, it's immediately talking about how she's older than a uh, normal Fremen woman would mm-hmm. be. To be mm-hmm. betrothed, but her body was still quite nubile, which mm-hmm. nubile I always just think means fuckable. Like, and oh, young. Yeah. Young and fuckable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fresh. <laughs> you know, it's a nasty, it's a nasty word. <laughs> People always just put it in there like it's not a completely perverted word because it means, oh, this woman is fresh in puberty and her body is so, like, ripe now for impregnating. Right. Yeah. So that's where we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just starts fantasizing <laughs> about Sabiha. And then he creams his jeans. He just <laughs> creams his jeans. <laughs> he has yeah. a, cre- a cream dream. It ends in 
him <laughs> saying, I... oh, how sweet to let that come into existence. Mm-hmm. Which I um, know it's a C-O-M-E, but I yes. mean, it's quite C-U-M. Now that, now yes. Molly, that sentence follows the sentence that <laughs> <Okay>. says, there was an adult beef swelling no! in his loins and he held no. his mouth open, holding, clinging to the girder shape of ecstasy. Then a sigh, a lingering ground swelling, sweetness, a collapse. Yeah, he fully (laughs) has a full orgasm. (laughs) Now, I... They have sex, basically, in his mind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. Yeah. Absolutely, they have sex in his mind. Now, Molly, I went went to... I, I became kind of like... Obsessed with like wh- why why would Frank Herbert use a word like beef swelling? And <laughs> okay, it's please tell I, me because I was like, is this a prank? Like, did someone yeah. <laughs> did someone like like make him a, make a bet with him that he wouldn't use the word beef swelling? <laughs> like, yeah, it's the okay. most ridiculous thing I I've ever heard of. So, he is a nine-year-old child. Ten, <laughs> ten, ten, now, ten-year-old child. To be fair, what? in this fantasy, he may not be nine. The, the fantasy does not matter. Does not yeah. matter. His dick. His dick is nine. Yes. You think that in this fantasy, he has a, an adult an adult dick? I mean, it said. I mean, it full on says that it was an adult beef swelling. Yes, but (laughs) if he's an adult, you don't need to say it's an adult beef swelling. As a child, it's remarkable that it's an adult beef swelling. He wants to make us sure that we know it's not just his child. It's it's like (laughs) it's engorged to an adult level. Oh, so okay. I just sent you a link. I went to. No! <laughs> Did you make this? No! There are multiple shirts like this on multiple no. different sites. I went online. I went online. I would make this shirt, by the way. I went online because yeah. I was like, is th- is that a word that already existed? Did, s- did he just use this like phrase that was maybe going around when he wrote this book? But the yeah. only instance of the word beef swelling is... A reference to Dune and people talking about no. how fucking weird it is that he wrote the no. word beef swelling. He made this up. So the, least, the least appropriate time I could possibly think for yes. this word. Like, yes. it's already a disgusting word. <laughs> so, so, uh, adult, what, what you're... An adult. Okay, so yes. Yes, no, I no, no, go on. I just wanted to, I just want to fill in the listener that what I sent yeah. Molly and what she's laughing at is I... <laughs> I found a shirt that is just the word beef swelling written in the font of Dune. Yeah, it's like looks like the the old cover with like the yes. orange letters. Yeah. Um it's awesome. <laughs> These two models it's are just great. smiling there. I wonder if they've ever read Dune or if they're just I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean I I'll, I'd be willing to bet that that's also like one of those things where they're not actually wearing that shirt. It's just Oh, you're yeah. Well, it is funny. It is. Um, it is funny. Beef swelling. <laughs> I like want this shirt, but I also uh-huh. do not at all. Would you like, wear Molly? Would you wear a shirt that said 
Beach no! Wellington. No! <laughs> because I'm going to come up I'm going to come up with a recipe for beef swellington. <laughs> well, that makes it better at least. <laughs> beef swelling. An adult beef swelling. Beef swelling. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it sounds like it really rocked his fucking world oh yeah oh yeah, yeah he loved it oh yeah yeah he Obviously, pops his cork he pops big time he erupts <laughs> yeah uh, he loses I... his water so to speak <laughs> <laughs> he wastes a lot of water <laughs> never has arrakis been quite this wet <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe it. Lips, breathing, moist breasts, tongues. Oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. it's awful. <laughs> tongues. Tongues. It was like, yes, I got it with the with the lips and the breathing and the moist breath. Tongues. Horny man. A voice pleaded in his skull. Oh, it also makes it sound like all, like he's taking all of the times that they've had sex in his like future memories or whatever. And just combine them all into one so he can just, like... Experience it, like, the yeah. best ever. Yeah, so yes. he never has to do it again. Yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> just, like, how gross is it that Sabiha's right there? Yes! He, like, creams his jeans and then and then just says her name out loud. And then immediately... Yeah, he goes, he's, like, he's, like, trembling. <laughs> like, still coming a little bit when he's, like, yeah. oh, my... He's whispering. And then she says... She calls to Namri and he says, he called my name again. <laughs> again. Which means again. she's doing this a lot. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Namri and then Namri is like, go back. Go find yeah. uh, Gurney and talk to him about this. <laughs> you hang out with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is he going to say to Gurney? Like, what? Why do they have to talk about I this? don't know. Like, do you think he'd just be like, dude, he's like, fuck, like, we yeah. have had to pull out a bunch of towels. <laughs> uh, he will not stop we yanking stop at it. giving this kid spice because. <laughs> like, literally, I've tried to yank his hand away <laughs> so many times. He keeps he filling his pants. <laughs> saying Sabia's name. And then, yeah, that he makes her stay there. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, st- yeah hey, go back in there and stay with Yeah, him. go keep he an eye you. on his beef swelling. She does say he's very sweet. And I was like, uh, okay, Sabiha, like, what? <laughs> I don't know that. I would be so fucking creeped out. Like, yeah. Obviously. It's creepy and gross. And it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of gross that Frank Herbert seems to indicate that she's in, into it a little bit. <laughs> she's in, she's just like, yeah, she like caresses his face. Yeah. Then later she says that he's just been telling her all about the dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. he's just so been he describing like wakes up and just like this child starts telling <laughs> this girl about all the times they're doing it in these dreams. Yeah. And like and that's why he, he's saying she's like Hey, maybe you're one. Maybe you're curious about why I'm like kind of whispering your name under my like shuddering breath. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna tell you in in big detail. 
Yeah, and what would make that creepier, Molly, than if a kid told you about these <laughs> dreams he's had about having sex with you? Would would it be creepier if he then put you in a trance to fall asleep? <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. He's telling him, mid telling her, and then all of a sudden she wakes up and she's like, I've been drugged. <laughs> I lost consciousness. <laughs> and he's gone. And he's gone. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it is crazy. So yeah. he, he, he busts on out of there. And then, sure, uh, he sure busts on out of there. <laughs> <laughs> he did a double yes. bust. He busted and then he busted. <laughs> he busted. <laughs> he fully busted ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Sabiha, we don't know what happened to her, but they don't really nope. care. They're just like, oh, God, he's escaped. Yeah, they're mad then, at her. Yeah, they're mad at her. They're mad at her. <laughs> yeah. She's like, magic? She's just trying to, I don't know, process anything. I'm sure in my state, I'd be like, yeah, is he a magical being who's ageless? Please tell me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a wizard or something. And like, I don't know. Like, this is, this is okay. And they're just like, oh, you fucking idiot. No magic, Sabiha. He hypnotized you. He hypnotized you, idiot. <laughs> weak brain. You know, women with their weak brains. <laughs> so susceptible to this hypnosis. Yes, classic victim blaming. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, so N- Namri then is like, "Well, we gotta kill him," mm-hmm. and Gurney doesn't, you know, obviously doesn't want to, uh, even though they have their orders. I guess from Jessica had said that if he tries to escape, they have to kill him. And then they talk about how there's a storm that's coming so bad it will literally rip his flesh off his body. <laughs> yeah. And turn his bones into dust. Yeah. These little silvers. <laughs> Which is awesome. But it's classic, like, eh, we'll just let the storm take care of it. There's no way he'll make it. Which is exciting. Man, I didn't yeah. I mean, I guess we knew we'd known about sandstorms. Um, but we didn't know that it would be quite as traumatic to the to the body that it would just turn you into turn sand. into dust. Yeah, I mean we've t- yeah. heard about him like eat like chewing away the people, but I don't know. This is the first time we heard about bones. Ouch! That would suck. Yeah, I would. Ha- I I feel like my least favorite way to die would be involving skin being like if my skin were to somehow like if bacteria were to get in where it's like slowly mm-hmm. going to eat my skin away. Or, yeah, like, I'm, like, somehow all my skin's getting ripped off. Burning. I, I Yeah, all that, uh, all that stuff is pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Really bad. All right. Anything else about this chapter? Gurney has been basically useless this yeah. whole time. I got all excited when he came back, and now I'm just like, okay, I don't know if I'm really as excited about Gurney being back as I was at first. Yeah. He's just always like <laughs> coming in from his like drunken Balisette stupor or whatever. Right. He's just chilling on the porch. And then he's like <laughs> and then leaves again. <laughs> <laughs> he won't even like he's like, eh, if you have to kill him, I don't want to watch. He's just like, Yeah. Yeah, he's just lazy. Lazy and a coward. But you know, we'll see. He's fine. He's our coward. 
He's our coward. Yeah. So, okay, just to like pause yes. on this like yes. extremely. I mean, I just have to like, we just have to mark it as like an extraordinarily, just an extraordinary piece of writing. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> that chapter. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. It is strange. And <laughs> I'm I'm seriously really think it's possible that it was like he lost a bet or something and had to. I like that theory. Swelling. It helps instead of just like he like. <laughs> he wrote it really late one night, horny as can be, <laughs> and kind of just like was so embarrassed about how horny he was, he couldn't even like admit that he wrote it. And he just submitted it to the, and they were kind of like, mm, well, I don't really want to talk about this, <laughs> but we'll just put it in there. I don't know. And everybody just kind of let it, let it be. <laughs> Did he just like get a boner and he was like, my beef swells. <laughs> Uh, like, I can imagine. Fr- I hate. I hate to imagine this. <laughs> I do think he would have quite a beef swell. Kind of a big man <laughs> with big trousers. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like, did you have to put it on a ten year old child? Yeah, the worst place you could possibly use. That word. Put it on Stilgar or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, let Duncan. his beef swell. <laughs> Their beef swell. We'd be fine with that. This does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So that okay. does. Whew. Yeah. Marked as the most perverted chapter so far in the <laughs> yeah. Duke saga. I mean, it's really been trying to get there. Yeah. yeah. And it got there. It fully, yeah. fully got there. Fully came. Yes. Fully did. Fully did. Fully <laughs> yeah. did. Pants full. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to chapter 46. Yeah. And Duncan is back with Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. And she is just pissed that Jessica is teaching Faraday. Yeah. A she's fit. pissed that Duncan took him, took her there. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's kind of like was part of the plan. That, it was just, it's just weird that he didn't. Wait, what were you going to say? Well, because because she wanted him to kill her, right? Like that's what mm. she was hoping he meant. He she yes. was hoping he meant she was going he was going to kill her. Yes, obviously. Yes, yeah. that was the understanding that we right. all had was right. that Duncan was like, "Uh-huh. We thought that he knew that she was implying, "Yes, of course you're going to kill her." And he was like, "Okay, wink wink. Yep, yep, yep." Well, and he knew he wasn't going to do that. But yes, now he's like doing an ultimate gaslighting to him, to his own self <laughs> by being like, uh, yeah, no, our plan. Why would she want him to take her to Faradin? I don't know. But yeah, he so he asks where Ganima is. And then she's like, uh, I sent her with Irulan to stay in Stilgar's keeping. And that's where we have this like little brief thing that kind of catches us up with what's going on politically that... Uh, Right. There's another negotiation with the rebellious tribes and she's losing ground and doesn't know it. Or does she? That's what he says. But it's just like kind of this like civil war that we keep hearing about that seems like it should have been a bigger deal in the book because we (laughs) maybe got about four sentences in the entire book. But like a civil war amongst Fremen seems like it would be a bigger deal. Yeah, it certainly sounds like there's a lot of dead Fremen. (laughs) Yeah. Like a lot of bloodshed, a lot of destroyed villages. Um, mm-hmm. seems like it's pretty bad. I barely know what the sides are. 
right exactly the rebellion yeah. the the it's the it's the city dwellers and the desert dwellers right that's like right. pretty much it that's yeah. what it seems like at least the people who like the new stuff and who don't like it right right <laughs> i guess but like why what's the difference and haven't they there always been tension or i suppose like now they can build up cities and maybe city dwellers are a new thing and they all work for for Aaliyah. yeah i don't know they haven't told us um, I do like that. So Aaliyah is like, yeah, you took Jessica to um, Ferdin and now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, okay, he's disloyal. I'm going to kill him. Yeah, she's going to have him killed. Like they kind of come both like on their own. He decides like there's no there's no way that she's going to be saved. Mm-hmm. Like she's all she's completely gone. And then he she really realizes that she can't trust him and that she needs to kill him. Do you know what this, so there, this is just like, I don't know why this stuck with me and why I'm like trying to figure out what it is, but Seleucia swarms with Altrine relatives. Oh, goodness. I don't know. And it's italicized. I don't know. Did you look it up? Uh, yeah. And I only see people asking what that word means. In the no, book why does he do this? <laughs> <laughs> he just italicized and made up a word. <laughs> sorry that's hilarious what could it mean i mean it kind of sounds like are they relatives of the atreides i don't know but i mean yeah maybe so out out relatives all working upon Thared and hoping for a share in his return to power. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I don't know what Altrine means. It's weird that he used it. Yeah, I am. I have no idea. Um, Altrine, I don't even have a guess what that could mean. Out, outhouse? <laughs> um, out, because it sounds like out latrine. <laughs> That's why I said outhouse. That's my best guess. Which <laughs> <laughs> doesn't help. It's out house and latrine combined is what you're saying. <laughs> like he's just doing plasteel. Yeah. <laughs> just like combining two words. Mm-hmm. Plasteel, exactly. So, and then there's this funny thing where, yeah, like, Aaliyah's like, okay, that's fine. These plans will cancel each other out because Ganima is going to go kill Faradin, Mm -hmm. who's now um, Jessica's protege. But Jessica talked to Gani. Like, does Jessica not know that Ganima wants to kill Faradin? Or is this all part of her plan? I think Jessica knows. I think Jessica does. I think she does, too. I think she knows the plan. Yeah. So I guess they'll get there. I guess it's more like get everybody it's a way of tricking alia maybe even to sending gani to saradin yes. maybe maybe so and getting everybody over there except for irlan so yeah so she tells she tells him that she needs to send him to back to siege tabur mm-hmm. and and that he should get a ride in this thopter with what who her pet duncan amazon. calls her pet amazon <laughs> yeah it's like ew yeah okay. <laughs> i don't know why it's funny to me but i he, he like he's about to just go ahead and go with this woman and then he's like you know what i'll fly myself peace out mm-hmm. just gets in the top and flies away <laughs> and she's like ah! no! yeah yeah 
It was smart. I guess his like mentat uh, intuition kicked in. Yeah. Before well, it did consciously. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was wondering because it's so weird that he does that. He gets in there, flies away, and then while he's flying away, he realizes mm-hmm. that that she was gonna have him killed. Like, so he didn't then, know that right away. Yeah, the pay, the the whole order of that is really strange because he's in his little thopter that he's just like, yeah, okay, kick it. I'm going to just do it by myself. I don't want to, like, have to talk to anybody. I'm not feeling chatty. And then he starts – oh, and also he's emotional. He has, right, he starts, he starts yeah, to cry. Starts to sob. And then he realizes that Zia was going to kill him. So he's already mourned Aaliyah and her her demonic self. And then he's like, oh, good thing I didn't. It's just weird to, like, realize that after he's, like, already cried. I don't know. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then it's like, well, good thing you didn't get in there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's it's fine. weird. The, the order is yeah. weird. He does say the most sad boy thing ever when he's crying. He says, <laughs> let all the waters of doom yeah. flow into the sand. They will not match my tears. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Ben Gibbard. <laughs> okay, Connor <laughs> Oberst. <laughs> and who the fuck are you talking to? Yes. There's nobody there. <laughs> he whispered this yeah. full line, two sentences. <laughs> Let all the waters of Dune flow, flow into the sand. Yeah, yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> they will not match my tears. Yeah, I thought he had already cried about this, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what th- this was another odd thing because like there's yeah. that moment where Alia sends him off to go get Jessica and he's like there's this air of finality here. <laughs> yeah, we'll never forever. see her I'll again. I'll never see her again and then he starts to cry as he leaves. And then he goes to see her again and then he's leaving he's like, "Oh, I can't believe like <laughs> crying again." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, here's my question. So, okay, so this is obviously the human side of Duncan, the emotional mm-hmm. side. He has mm-hmm. the Mintat side mm-hmm. that he says over and over again, this is not a Mintat thing to do. This is an, an, an indulgence. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't believe that Mintats don't need to also process emotional truth, I suppose, like on some mm-hmm. level in order to function well. But it seems to imply that. So, like, is he crying to help his human self, or does that help his mintat self? Like, do you mean that you think a mintat would occasionally have to cry because they're just like just being emotionless, clogged and then up, they or something? Yeah, make some kind of. I don't know. I always see mintats as kind of like Vulcans. Like, it's a very Spock-like type of character, mm-hmm. and they're kind of devoid of emotion because of because of logic. They're just like raw logic. Okay. They're raw logic, right? I mean, it's hard because as a human, like you have to sort through emotion right. in order to get to logic, right? I think. No, uh, you, you, you are. You're. you're otherwise, you're, you're always clouded with something that you haven't yet processed. So, is it just that a mintat doesn't need to process emotion? Like it's just vacant, doesn't exist? I think a a mintat, like a like a full mintat, that is like you know meant to whatever What's his name peter peter oh yeah peter, peter. Yeah. yeah yeah that mm-hmm. that a mintat will just logic out emotion as as in they're just like oh i shouldn't feel this feeling it's not going to help anything i i'm pure yeah. logic i recognize that this is sad that is part of this but i don't need to feel sad yes 
But yes, yeah, so Duncan as the man Duncan the man does need to feel sad and he does. But it's non mintat excess. Yeah. I was to have a fatal accident. It's like, yeah, look. <laughs> Already it's fine. I'm I'm glad he had his final <laughs> seal on that she was gonna kill him. But mm-hmm. she's been a demon for quite a while now. <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a it's a weird choice, but I I like I wonder if he's kind of. I like, wanted him to like have to to wrestle the controls back or something. Wait, in the Thopter or or yeah, in the Thopter. Oh, okay. He got out real easy to just be like, yeah. no, I'm gonna just take this other Thopter. I like that Zia is kind of like super awkward about it because she's like, I can't, <laughs> huh, I'm supposed to kill supposed this to kill guy. You. He's kind of <laughs> getting in there and. Getting flying away, and I can't uh-huh. like I can't say no. You can't go. I've got to kill you. <laughs> yeah, but you could just be like, no, that's right. not the orders. Get in here. But she's like, mm, well, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> I think it's the way it's it's written when he says he just decided to fly it himself. So it's just like the the casual like leaning out the window to be like that ah, you know what i'm gonna i'll, I'll do it school <laughs> yeah and we don't see like the guards like running after the thopter or anything you know? right hey, hey, hey stop what do you think if they were to kill him like if they were to be guards <laughs> and mm. actually do their job um do you think that they would like shoot a laser gun at him or? i don't think so and i think that's what maybe why they don't i mean she was yeah. supposed to make it look like he was gonna crash or something right oh that's right it all happens quite fast so we have no idea how yeah if these guards even knew yeah. right right anything else about that one nope so we jumped to 47 and now we're back with leto uh, he's out in the desert now running away <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's doing this calculation where he's like okay what will gurney expect me to do and uh-huh. he's like kind of talking out his his decisions and <laughs> He comes to the decision, I'll tell you what Gurney wouldn't expect, uh, for me to ride a worm into this murder storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you had that answer, like, why not just start with that? <laughs> the stupidest thing he could possibly do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is pretty cool, though. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so cool. He just like hops on a worm and and rides it until it can't ride anymore. Like rides it until it's tired. It's cozy thinking of like these little worm scales and that you can just like slide into one and then mm-hmm. you're just like in a little room, like a little train compartment. <laughs> yeah. And he keeps saying, "Father, expect me soon." That's yeah. That was my next note. I had di- I had mm-hmm. underlined that. Father, expect me soon, which is just like a oh boy, I'm gonna die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, one way or another, father, I'm coming to you. Mm-hmm. Which he very well. It does seem like it, death is pretty likely. I mean, he has to do a lot. Yeah, this <laughs> is a this is a really did. complex plan that he yeah it is. he wasn't ready for because he didn't know the storm like he's like oh, the storm um, changes things so it's not like his prescience provided him with this information ahead of time he didn't right, know he was right. gonna have to face this storm and as he's going further and further away isn't his whole like vision of the universe and his like power source fading yeah probably his spice addiction is probably gonna like he's gonna start really kicking yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can he just stick his head out and 
sniff up Breathe some it in? of the sand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I don't yeah. know that you Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like do you have uh, to process it? Probably. That's a good question. Harvest it? I mean you mine it. Yeah. So it's not just all sand is spice. No. No, I think the spice is like under the sand and in the sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so he rides this worm until the worm gets worn out. And then he jumps off the worm, mm-hmm. lets the worm dig its way back into the earth. And then he gets the, uh, the loose sand that the worm leaves behind. He burrows into that and, and sets up a, a tent. He also says pretty cool stuff about how the worm has is like maybe full of fire. <laughs> yeah. Like on the inside, is it all, it's like a furnace? Because isn't it Kynes, the way that Kynes dies? Yeah. Okay. That's from uh-huh. that, like, right, the worm, when the worm goes under, Burrows. there's this kind of explosion. Oh, yes, yes, It kind yes. of pops up that's like heat, right? Isn't that what he's referring to? Yeah. Yes, but it says worms were oxygen factories. Fire burned wildly in their passage. Oh, their passage, like their mm-hmm. death. Oh, I thought it meant like their <laughs> like their intestines. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a dragon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a dragon that they were kind of dragon-esque. But he's, yeah, so he's burrowing in there for now, just in case. And he puts himself in a cool other trance. Um, <laughs> yes. Which is convenient. <laughs> Right. So all within this like kind of last second to last paragraph really. Yeah, so Leto stretched flat on his back, folded his hands over his breast and sent himself into into a dormancy trance where his lungs would move only once an hour, which is cool. Mm-hmm. That is uh, awesome. Some cool shit. I wonder if that would work underwater too. No, I guess you'd float you'd, you'd sink to the you'd bottom. You breathe it once an hour, you'd breathe <laughs> the water in. <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't be really all that useful. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're in like a diving bell, maybe. That Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, it wouldn't matter because you'd be in a dormancy trance. Right. You couldn't do anything. Yeah, you couldn't do anything. Like you could get tugged back up for your once an hour breath, but then you just <laughs> sleep underwater. So yeah, so he goes into that dormancy trance and it says that the, the storm would pass and if it did not expose his fragile pocket... <laughs> he might emerge <laughs> Sabiha again no I'm sorry <laughs> yeah right her fragile pocket <laughs> <laughs> get out of my head yeah. Frank Herbert I don't want to think about a beef swelling entering <laughs> her fragile pocket ew <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you did find the link to the t-shirt so <laughs> <laughs> so it says or he might enter uh madinat as-salam uh mm-hmm. which Madinat is that is the original name of baghdad where baghdad originated um and it means city of peace i, I knew that actually oh cool mm-hmm. i mean it says abode of peace in the book but yeah that's well cool. yes but i did know that i know i believe my, you from my arabic yeah arabic your Arabic mm-hmm. stuff, yeah, um, which is interesting because as he continues talking, he mentions it was that or he could not return to the caliphate of his father's heirs, which Madad al-Aslam would have been a caliphate. 
Oh, wow. Cool. So it's interesting, yeah, that he used that word. And then immediately after that, no more would he live the lie of that Despocini or Despocini. Whoa. Hmm. Which is a, I believe, a Christian term about the uh, the relatives of Jesus. Like, so the blood relatives of Jesus. That's the uh-huh. name that they use for that. So that's like a this Christian reference. And then at, at the very end, he says, with this commitment, Leto's awareness slipped into the web of timeless Tao. So hmm. it's like he's just using all these terms from yeah. all these different like religions within just like this short span of time. That is super cool. Um, and also quite egotistical. I guess. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's like, <laughs> well, he, you know, he already got his like beef swelling out and now he's got to He's closer to a different God. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just meant, yeah. So, so yes, we are to assume that not only are the Atreides a powerful line of civil, you know, the entire Western civilization, but they also are now ancestrally connected to all gods mm-hmm. <laughs> in the major religions or all of the prophets of those major religions. So that's right. cool. I mean, that does make sense. I would like, I would be bummed to find out that Leto wasn't somehow related to Jesus and yeah. <laughs> you know, like all yeah. Muhammad and all these people. So, well, I think he, but anyway. he's actually, isn't, isn't he kind of against this idea though? It's, 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 it's no more would he live the lie of that. Right. Okay. Lassini, that terrible mm-hmm. caliphate. Chanting to the de- to the demurrage of his father, which is the demurrage's like a creationist god. So he's saying all of those are false gods. Yeah, he's saying no, no longer will he live the lie of these people who have turned Paul into a messiah. I think that's what it seemed like he's saying. He's kind of like referencing this, like uh, okay, uh, okay, what, whatever he says, he's gonna what de- not not decanonize. What is he gonna Deif- do? Deify, undeify, undeify. yeah, undeify yeah. Paul. Ddify, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That brings us to this tiny little last chapter. Um, oh, just that um, oh, yes. at the beginning, he does make clear that he's like breaking this tie with Sabiha, right? Like he's breaking a thread with her, his like future with her. And then it says at the end, whatever happened, he knew he had to break the threads one by one, leaving him at last only the golden path. So like Sabiha... So like, she's not a part of this golden path. Right. He's he's breaking the threads that... Which, why was she ever there? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> okay, we don't have to... We're not going to dwell in this. But turns out he's not going to go down that path. He already yes. went down it, I guess. Uh, he, like, he, he changes his mind a lot. Yeah, so maybe. Yeah. Maybe she'll come back around. It might just be like classic kind of like post... Postcoital uh, nervousness. Ugh. Oh my god, I can't see them again. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, better cut the thread for that whole life. And then he'll maybe, hopefully, he'll come back around. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I kind of, I kind of doubt that he's like ending all ties with her. I think, I don't think we would have her be so briefly be in the book. I guess it's possible. It's it's possible. I think she's supposed to be like a Chani mirror. Yes. That's what it seems like. And he makes a different choice than like loving Chani. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. He's choosing the opposite of what Paul chose. He's choosing sainthood or whatever. Close to godliness. Golden path. 
I still don't know what the golden path is anymore. Like, <laughs> Me neither. I don't know what it is. For like maybe 10 minutes when we were reading the first book, I was like, oh, okay, I get golden path. <laughs> yeah. I feel pretty confident about that too. Yeah, it was kind of like something about... <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember at all what I thought it was. It's like good and evil... But, like, going past it somehow. It's just, like, right the, the like, correct way, right? It's, like, yeah, the... Like, whatever leads to... But it's not to peace. It's to constant creation? Total freedom? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I feel like the golden path is just... It's, it's part of the prescience that's correct, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, but we've decided correctness is like not even that that's death. <laughs> yeah. It's a new golden path. It's not Paul's golden path. That's Paul right. Paul picked the wrong golden path. Yeah. I, w- I I mean maybe it's just like the whole idea of like hey, destiny's whatever you choose it to be. Like you you choose your destiny. Your destiny's not my destiny. You aim for your thing. Right. There for my is thing. no holy grail truth. Right. Right. So you d- you make your Doesn't decision. Exist. That's your golden path. Which does lead us very nicely into this final chapter mm-hmm. with Jessica, where she teaches um, Faridin the secret. <laughs> 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 yeah. Basically, now he can manifest whatever, and he's never going to let it go. Faridin's like just... how, how we, we get a hint of how long it's been. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he's all, he's all uh, it's a new Faradin she saw, more slender, more sinewy, yeah. the months He's sitting of on the floor, <laughs> the months yeah. of training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's been months. His um, eyes glittered. Mm-hmm. He's glowing. Mm-hmm. He's had a glow up. Yes. <laughs> a glow glow bub. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's just like sitting on the floor. I imagine them in like a tall tower and it's like an attic kind of like with uh, slanted ceilings and like there's beams of light coming in through the shafts and he's just like sitting on the floor and all white and she's standing and she's like, your graduation ceremony, Faradin. Yes, this whole graduation ceremony thing is <laughs> fucking silly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't help but think of, like, pomp and circumstances playing, and then, like, someone, like, mm-hmm. taped up a, a paper sign to the wall <laughs> that's, like, really, like, spells out, like, happy graduation, Faraday. But it says happy, gra- like, graduation or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's poorly spelled, written. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But it seems like that's kind of a, uh, like, a trick. She's just, like, she's buying time. She's yeah. she's got this move that she's gonna make. Uh, she makes him stand up, and she says this thing: "I stand, I stand in the sacred human presence as I do now, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And for some reason, it makes all the guards go, "Oh, wait, wait, wait!" And they all come yeah. running in, and she's like, "It's too late." Now he's uh-huh. been Jesuit. <laughs> Which, okay, it was super culty. Like, yeah. Oh, what yeah. what people want from cults, you know, where it's like they're going to say some magic phrase to you and suddenly you've ascended like so quick to the next level and you can't be touched anymore. So my prediction mm-hmm. is that this is less a thing you say to 
all Bene Gesserits to like confirm them as you know working for the Bene Gesserit. I think she's been slowly implanting a yes. like a pre-thought into his mm. into his mind as she's trained him and that whatever she just said to him kind of activated that and now he's under her control. Well, it does make sense he was this guy who didn't know what he wanted mm-hmm. and what she's promising to him is that life is a blank canvas and you can just create whatever it is you want now that you're a Benny Gesserit. I mean, yeah, no, I think it's very possible that it's just, this is just what she she means it like. Quite. You think that there's a trigger word in here? He's been um, what's the CIA thing? MK Ultra. Oh yes, yes, like that. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think it's the yeah. He's like the the the, the Winter Soldier. Like when you read mm-hmm. these words, then you know he's gonna like turn mm-hmm. into the Winter Soldier, uh, or I guess the Summer Soldier, and then he'll uh, do whatever Jessica wants. I don't know. I, I think you could easily see it as just, you know, the way it is on its face as in, no, Jessica's just like taught her her ways and now mm-hmm. that's what his it. loyalty mm-hmm. is and that's what he wants to do. But Jessica's words and all the pre- preparations which had gone before had done their work, which could be mm-hmm. both. I feel like you could you could kind of like interpret that as either one, like yeah. all this work that she did before was her kind of like slowly impl- implanting this control into him. Well, I didn't find her paragraph particularly like mind blowing, so I I <laughs> like the theory <laughs> that there was some kind of like hypnosis word in there. It just it just seems more like a Benny Gesserit kind of trick that she could do. Definitely. And they love that kind of stuff. Yeah. He a missionary a protectiva in his mind. Yeah, but that's also what triggered Duncan in messiah right he had like a trigger word or phrase Mm -hmm. that like Mm -hmm. kicked in his kill instinct or whatever so at any rate ferritin doesn't say a word in this he's just like yep i don't know i guess he turns to them with like blinding white eyes or something i don't what do you think makes um jack and eek like whoa hey hey stop (laughs) that's you know from the corner i think they think she's witching him and that's why that's why i was like mm -hmm. Oh, he's been witched. He's been witched. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's, that's what I'm thinking. Damn it. (laughs) We told you right away she'd be witching him. Because that's why I thought maybe this is some kind of trick because she she realizes that they're going to do this. She's like trying to be smooth because she knows they're going to jump in and and try to stop this from happening. So I'll be curious to hear what Faradin has to say for himself and if he's quite different. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to, one cool line from the first chapter. Oh, yeah. That I liked, um, or a cool idea. It said, she wanted him to have conscious level instincts for why Jessica wanted, um, let her to go through this spice trance, mm-hmm. like to bring up all of his whatever. And then it said, but instincts were only racial memories of how to handle crises. Instincts were only racial memories of how to handle crises. That's great. Yeah. Is it great? I mean, what's it? I'd say there's difference between instinct and intuition. Um, but probably not. Yeah. yeah. No, instinct is instinct is uh, is is action, and intuition is thought. Right? Like mm-hmm, your mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. inst your instinct is to like when you touch something hot to jump away. Your mm-hmm. intuition is that's gonna be hot. Ah. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. I like that. I think that's good. 
Yeah. But so it was interesting. I mean, it was like a cool, I just like that thought. People are talking a lot about that sort of stuff right now. So, you know, how uh, culturally programmed, I suppose, most people are, Mm -hmm. including Jessica and Leto. Yes. Yep. So uh, I just wanted to mention that line. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. It's yeah. a cool line. I will say that people people who are like against religion always do land in Taoism. I or not like was it? it is just funny. <laughs> not always, but like it's a common thing to just be like, Oh yeah, fuck religion, all of those guys who are assholes, but Taoism. That's a different that's different. Yeah. I I guess I kind of get it. You know, some people need spirituality, like mm-hmm. even even those who don't, you know, feel atheistic. And Taoism, I guess, kind of makes sense because it's more, you know, more about reflection and, you know. Right. Wisdom, life's wisdom in yes. a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think it's just maybe because I learned it in a school context that it feels still quite like as pigeonholy as all the other religions yeah yeah um, i honestly don't really know much about taoism mm-hmm. uh d- despite reading the 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 tao of poo oh man i didn't <laughs> give it to you <laughs> okay cool well great so those are those chapters they were pretty short um but clearly had some things going on some good setup i feel like we're kind mm-hmm. of like locked into our scenes right now you know instead of we're not jumping around a bunch mm-hmm. of different places now we're mm-hmm. kind of like okay these are our characters these are our, our settings and we're going to mm-hmm. stick with these for a little while yeah it's nice yeah i'm excited to you know to get to the next one next uh week we'll be covering 49 50 51 and 52 and as always you can email us at mm-hmm. uh saying the podcast at gmail.com uh, we would love for you to review and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Mm-hmm. Five <laughs> stars in the night sky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So five, five stars has been sending you into song the past few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah, I just gotta sing when I hear about those five stars. <laughs> Makes me dance on the roof. <laughs> All right, well, uh, what should we what should we say? I mean, there's I mean, one thing we could yeah. say. <laughs> I mean, I haven't thought about any other phrase since I read it. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the word that's just been in my nightmares ever since. <laughs> yeah, just pulsing, throbbing. <laughs> Swelling. <laughs> Swelling. <laughs> Is this even allowed? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get pulled all down? Yeah. Our, our podcast going to be taken off the, <laughs> the airwaves. All right. So until next time. An, an adult, adult beef swelling. Beef swelling? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was about to just let you say it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to leave me hanging there. Yeah. But I was like, I can't. That's too. That's too mean. <laughs> All right. Well, bye. Bye. <laughs>
rides on it, if she sits on it, if she licks on it, make it hard for me to stand up. As time goes by, a tracks is getting deeper. Wet dreaming, thinking that I'm smashing, but I'm sleeping. I want it bad, and I ain't never been obsessed before. She wrote a note that said you ever had sex before. Damn, and I ain't never did this before, no. And I ain't never did this before, no. 